From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, greetings today, beloved. We have a new week upon us here from the poorhouse to the palace. And we have been going through the book of Zechariah. We are in Zechariah chapter 4, this major of the minor prophets, looking uh, at the visions that came to Zechariah in the night. Eight visions that came to him in one evening and uh, in the early part of his ministry. And we are been looking at the vision of the golden candlesticks and the two olive trees. And we have been looking at the menorah, which is the Hebrew word for the golden candlestick. And we have seen uh, the bowl of the menorah. We have seen the, the prophetic picture of the menorah, the person of the menorah. And today I want to share with you the men of the menorah. And uh, the two olive trees that stood beside the menorah in, in Zechariah's day that fueled Israel were, were the two men, Zerubbabel, the political leader, uh, of Christ and the prince of the of the tribe of, of the line of David and Joshua the the high priest the religious leader who also pictures Christ. Now later on, <clears throat> these two men are going to be uh, Moses and Elijah, but this is who they represent today. And God wants to pour His Spirit into His candlesticks. In Revelation, the churches are the candlesticks. Revelation chapter uh, one, two, and three. And God wants to pour in pure oil. Yet our soul liberty, He wants to pour in the Holy Spirit. But our soul liberty allows us to taint that oil. And then again, if you get pulp in the oil, you get smoke, not f pure flame. And many Christians have lives that are again filled with not the first pressing of olive oil, the pure, pure virgin olive oil but that second, that third, and that fourth pressing of oil. Now, and what kind of oil, let me ask you, is in your menorah today? Are you a Christian that burns with a bright light, or do you smolder and cast a cloud of shadow over the name and the work of Christ? See, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2 that we've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light that we might show forth his praises. And Jesus said, let your good works, uh, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. First Peter chapter two also tells us that good works, though they don't save, they do glorify God. And uh, <clears throat> Paul said in Phil to the church at Philippi in Philippians chapter two. He said, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I am not run or labored in vain. Now, I've just given you uh, uh, two passages of Scripture that have, or three passages of Scripture that show you that our works are lights that bring glory to God and keep us without rebuke. We, we let us keep to God's strength and not corrupt His oil with foul-smelling mixtures of our own making. Many want to mix in apathy and carnality and worldly pleasures and perverted doctrines with the Spirit of God, and our churches stink with a deadly poison. 
They are filled with a deadly toxin. And when one who is born again attempts to put new wine into old bottles, the bottles burst. Boy, we've perverted our Bibles. We've perverted our music. And on and on it goes. And once this menorah was lit, it was never to go out as long as it kept pure oil, as long as it kept the oil poured in. And many Christians today, they're just meaningless oracles. And if, any, if anyone came to inquire of you uh, or of us from the God of heaven, we wouldn't know how to give an answer to every man that, uh, uh, of the hope that lieth within us because we have been, had tainted lives. And a tainted life is not going to give a pure spiritual answer from a pure Holy Spirit. Look, I hope you're not one of those people who's found life in the Spirit but have not walked in the Spirit and become unfruitful and become choked out by this world. As Jesus said in Matthew chapter 13, what happened to so many Christians in the kingdom of heaven. Now, if we remain this in this condition, you better remember what Jesus told one of the churches. He said, I'm going to take your candlestick and pluck it out and cast it into the fire and be burned. Uh, he, he said, now look, he said, every branch that beareth, he said that beareth not fruit me. He said, he, he takes that branch and casts it forth to the fire that's burned. He told one of the seven churches that he would take and pull its candlestick out of his place. And look, look, many, many people are dead spiritually because they had no fresh oil. David said on more than one occasion, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Be filled with the spirit. Be filled with the spirit. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. Don't be controlled by the, 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 uh, the lust of the, of the flesh and the world but be filled with the Spirit. It is a sin against God to sit in pews in your church and not be filled with the Spirit. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Domitian had took an hour just to catch a fly, just to cut a fly with a, a pen knife. Wasted an hour for a man who thought he owned the world. The emperor Domitian, he, 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 took, a, he took a whole hour of his day with a pen knife just to try and catch a, a fly, catch flies with his pen knife. Again, the man thought he owned the world and he wasted time. Time is precious. It's our most precious possession. And all things are yours and ye are Christ and Christ is God's. Be filled with pure. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and don't be full of yourself. You know what? Every day, one of your daily prayers needs to be, may I be empty enough, broken enough, and and weak enough that I might be used by filled with the Spirit of God and strengthened in the strength of Christ. How do you know that you're filled? Well, that's... That's a good question. I don't have time to answer it today, but I'm going to answer it tomorrow. Uh, you join us tomorrow. We're going to go to Acts chapter 19. We're going to look at the first seven verses, and we're going to find out that there were some men uh, that believed, but they believed in part, not in whole, and they were they were then filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to show, share with you tomorrow how how you know how you can know that you're filled. Oh, we don't want to be the foolish versions fill our churches. And God needs to give us some fruit, spirit-filled Christians bearing the fruit of the spirit. Young and old. We ought to uh, we need young and old. We need Christians who will be filled with the spirit of God and bear the spirit's fruit. And I'm going to share some things with you tomorrow. You join us as God gives you an opportunity. Thank you for being with us today. God bless you until our time tomorrow. No longer a pauper in rags of poverty. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archived broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. 
Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the Poorhouse to the Palace.